Hey everybody, welcome back to the Debs Music Podcast, the show that is recording at really weird times and in really weird intervals this semester. My name is Nick, and today I am here to cover last night's Super Bowl performance, the Super Bowl 57, I can read Roman numerals, L-V-I-I, Super Bowl 57 halftime show. Uh, of course, featuring Rihanna. We did this last year for Dr. Dre uh, and his big, giant Avengers of Hip Hop style assembly uh, for last year's halftime show. And I had a lot to say about that. I don't know if I'm going to have as much to say about this just because of the nature of this show, but I felt like I should get this covered for you regardless. So, Super Bowl happens. Don't have too many comments on the game, except I was just kind of bored watching the Chiefs win. But hey, at least it was close. Uh, But you definitely don't come to this podcast for football opinions. Rihanna. So, Rihanna being announced as the Super Bowl halftime performer was definitely something I was excited about. Because Rihanna, if you have two ears, um, has the hits for a Super Bowl halftime performance. She has more than enough hits for the Super Bowl halftime performances we're going to talk about very shortly. But Rihanna has bangers after bangers after bangers. She has a very, very long career. Um, She's been around for ages. I feel like it's just, it was a really good pick um, for just a good pop star to really headline this performance. The one thing about Rihanna that kind of confused me was why now? Because specifically a lot of um, artists you know, it's not really clear why the NFL picks what they pick. Um, Last year, it made sense because of location. Um, Rihanna is not from the United States. She's from Barbados. Um, So that wasn't really part of it this time. Uh, But the the hip-hop special, you know, a lot of those guys had big things coming up. Eminem was getting inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and turning 50. Um, Kendrick Lamar was on the cusp of a new album, Mary J. Blige. Also had a new album, um, so a lot of those guys were just kind of, you know, had a lot of big things going on. Rihanna just kind of came out of nowhere, because considering she has been pregnant, um, she has not really released an album since 2016. People have been long awaiting a new Rihanna album, so the question was, is this Super Bowl performance the start of something new for Rihanna? We might kind of have an answer to that, but I don't fully know yet. Um, Regardless, I feel like Super Bowl performances are very much legacy performances. It would be weird if they had somebody like Billie Eilish, or they had somebody like Olivia Rodrigo, or Lizzo, or any star that's getting their big start now, or being really big at the moment perform the Super Bowl because I feel like you perform the Super Bowl as kind of a victory lap. It's like a, oh, we made it. Here's all of our big hits. It's a greatest hit set list. Um, But it is very short. Obviously, you know, the NFL has a regulated, like, how long halftime can be. Um, And Rihanna's performance was notably shorter than other halftime performances, clocking in at only 13 minutes, give or take. So, a few things about this performance when we get into it. First, I have to address the elephant in the room, the thing that really broke the news headlines today, and it's the fact that Rihanna is pregnant, and she was pregnant giving this performance, which 
I feel like gives context and explains a lot of the choices that were made during this show. I feel like Rihanna, uh, in just some of the choices that they made with staging, with movement, with dancing, with even the length of the show, a lot of that could be explained by the fact that Rihanna is doing this while pregnant. Um, and for the most part, the reason that you know, kind of getting into the show, the reason that was even, I think, a debate, or the reason that it wasn't as obvious as obviously it wasn't as physically obvious, but also Rihanna performed very, very well. There's a few things about this show um, that are kind of making it notable. The first of which is that this is a one-woman show. One woman and, like, a bunch of dudes dressed in, like, white. Uh, dudes and gals dressed in white. Uh, dancing all around her. But pretty much, Rihanna tackles this whole 13 minutes completely by herself when it comes to her vocal performance um she is absolutely outstanding she sounds fantastic live she plays very well off of her own backing track and even though it is there she's doing a very good job of singing matching notes and also just adding things it's a really really great performance um vocally which you know, Rihanna has always been a very technically gifted singer, and Rihanna's songs are not easy to sing. Considering she's been around for so long, you would think that she's a pop star that you might have to give a little slack to if she's vocally fading. She's not. She sounds better than ever to the, uh, yesterday. So I was really excited when the first few songs came out. I was like, oh, she is, she's on fire. She's got this. Uh, she was very locked in. Um, and just did a very well, a good job uh, in terms of vocal performances. In terms of staging, um, talking about this, this set did not move. It moved, but it didn't like. It wasn't as dynamic as like the Dr. Dre set or as um, like the Weekend set from a few years ago. It was a very much. People have described it as like a Smash Bros stage, which is kind of how I picture it too. Um, with basically these platforms that moved up and down uh, with dancers and of course in the middle Rihanna on it. So basically she was either either on this platform or off this platform. Um, and as I said, she had a bunch of dancers all in these like big white uniforms uh, dancing all around her. And there was a few really great dance breakdowns uh, where Rihanna was putting on the moves a little bit. Um, but, you know, there was not a lot of, like, movement or, like, set changes or costume changes or all that kind of stuff. Which is something that people, like, sometimes expect from the Super Bowl. But now with the context that Rihanna is pregnant, it kind of makes sense why that didn't all happen. Um, but still, it was, it, was, it was definitely interesting to look at, but definitely not the most visually compelling stage ever. Um, I am glad it's not one of the ones that had a backdrop, though, because sometimes, like, the stages have, like, a little backdrop, and sometimes I'm like, I feel like the people who are on the other side of this stage can't see what's going on. Uh, I'm thinking specifically about, it wasn't even a backdrop, but last year when Kendrick was in the boxes, uh, he was on one side of the field out front, and I feel like if you were on the other end of the stadium, you wouldn't have been able to see him, like, in person. So... I feel like at least everybody got a pretty good view, considering she was all the way up. Didn't matter where you were there at the front, you were at the top. You got to see Rihanna, uh, which was really nice. Alrighty then. So, let's talk about this set list. 
Very interesting set list. I said it was 13 minutes. This is 12 songs. She doesn't play pretty much any of them all the way through, uh, which is what you come to expect from the Super Bowl. It's essentially a greatest hits medley. Rihanna stated in an interview that she went through like 30-something drafts, I believe, of this set list, which is really interesting considering there are... Let me just say this is not the set list I would have picked. Um, the first song we started off with is Bitch Better Have My Money, which was really interesting as a first pick. Um, mainly because the song starts with the word bitch, um, and I didn't know how much swearing we were allowed to do at the Super Bowl. Rihanna proves that you can do quite a bit, and you can actually get away with a pretty good bit of sexuality. We had seen that before, though so there was a Christian activist who was going to sue, I don't know if he did, was going to sue J-Lo and Shakira during their halftime show, what was this, 2020, so this was a few years back, um, because of kind of their more suggestive movements. Um, Obviously, a lot of that was very much, you know, doing like belly dancing, obviously part of their culture, uh, but this activist did not think of it as such and believed that seeing it put him in danger of uh, hellfire, which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, that and also like the hip hop show last year, considering there was, I was kind of wondering like how much swearing they were going to be allowed to get away with, kind of led me to kind of be back and forth on like okay how much are they going to let how how pg-13 to r like what on that spectrum are we going for this um and rihanna was definitely able to push the bag a little bit and i think bitch better have my money was being the first song was an interesting way to start that off and kind of herald that in i also will be blunt and say this is not my favorite rihanna song it's fine but there definitely could have been uh better picks in my opinion next up is where have you been uh which i feel like was a good pick i feel like that was definitely a necessary pick for this set list not just because it's a pretty decent song once again not my favorite but i, I like it more than bitch better have my money i think this one's good because it's a very like good momentum driver um which builds us into like the first big like hits of like the song that like everybody knows um, which, of course, we were kind of building up to Only Girl in the World, which, great song, number one. Number two, great way to show Rihanna's vocal abilities, because Bitch Better Have My Money and Where Have You Been have those moments, but considering the melody is the strongest part of Only Girl, I think that was, like, the moment where she really got to show it off. One thing I forgot to address when just talking about the show overall is Rihanna's outfits. Here's the thing. I am completely, 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 completely biased when it comes to Rihanna's outfits um, because red is my favorite color. Despite the theming of Depths and Music being aquatic themed, um, I have maybe, may or not, to a few parties, worn an outfit that looks very similar to Rihanna's um, with way too much red on. So the fact that she came out in all red um was definitely a big win for me i don't know if everybody was as into that outfit as i was but i loved that outfit she looked fantastic and yeah that was just another big selling point plus considering aesthetically what they were doing with the red and the white and the background dancers she stuck out like a sore thumb against the stage and against the background dancers which is obviously what you want to do when you have a performer headlining the super bowl halftime show you have to be like super super at the front of it i mean this is your moment 
Uh, next up, they did We Found Love, which was really interesting. Uh, another interesting little song. But, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good doing this one. Another big hit. Another very nostalgic song for a lot of people. So, once again, really couldn't have been that mad at that one, even kind of. Moving on, though, we get... Sorry. Make sure I have the set list up. Uh, we get Rude Boy, which is kind of where your dance breakdown happens. There's a few really interesting parts of this, specifically them teasing in the instrumental a little bit of S&M, uh, which that song is not played, which is a goddamn shame, because that's like one of my favorite songs. But, you know, when it comes to Edge in the NFL, I feel like S&M would have definitely been a little too far. But... Man, I would have loved to have that song because that's like top three Rihanna songs of all time for me personally. Um, but Rude Boy had our little dance breakdown um, along with We Fell Love. And I thought uh, that dance breakdown was very, very good, especially on Rihanna's part, especially with the context that she was pregnant. Um, dancers were really fantastic, loved the way that the camera kind of moved through that set with like the waves of dancers and then finally getting to her. Um, so yeah, I thought that was just really well done, really good momentum. The momentum, however, kind of takes a dip during this mid-section of the performance. Uh, next up, we get Work featuring Drake. I say featuring Drake um, as a note because Calvin Harris is technically featured on We Found Love, but like he's more of a producer, so who really cares? Drake is the first guest feature on this song of a few of, uh, sorry, Drake is the first guest featured on this set list of a few, and the thing to note is that none of them show up. There's not a single other performer except for the dancers other than Rihanna. So, even though this back half of this list is fully loaded of either songs with features or songs where Rihanna is the featured artist on somebody else's song, she is not having anybody else on this, which is really interesting considering, you know, we have her on a Jay-Z song later on and, of course, her song with Jay-Z. Jay-Z was in the building and I believe partially responsible for um, being responsible for uh, producing this halftime set, and yet he did not uh, actually come out to perform, which I feel like was probably an intentional move. Anyways, um, Work featuring Drake. I don't love this song, never have, probably never will. It's just not that great. That hook is just more annoying than anything, which is fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's how it is. It definitely gets stuck in your head. But this was definitely not one of the songs I wanted to hear played. But considering, you know, this is off her most recent album, I kind of get it. But mm, I, I could have definitely done without this. Another song I definitely could have done without was Wild Thoughts, which she features on. This is a DJ Khaled song. But, like, does DJ Khaled actually have any of his own songs? We've, we addressed this in the last episode about the Grammys. Um, at the time of recording the last episode. I don't know when I'm releasing this. Um, and we address this in the past but wild thoughts is not great that guitar lick it sounded a little it sounded it sounds tinny on the record it sounds kind of tinny live 
it's a little corny, I'm not gonna lie. Um, and having those two back-to-back was definitely a little rough for the momentum of the show, in my opinion. Um, Rihanna has, obviously, is a very versatile artist, but I definitely like her more melodic club bangers as kind of my favorite points in her discography. So kind of having these two songs in here was not exactly the move for me. Now, Pour It Up uh, is up next, which is not another song I also super love, as you can kind of see a pattern here. These three songs in the middle are kind of a weird stretch for me of not really liking these. Pour It Up is really interesting because there's a lot of lyrics in here. I mean, there's lyrics about strippers and shaking your ass and all that kind of stuff that, you know, I didn't think they'd be able to sell in the Super Bowl, but you did. Um, And there was some ass shaking happening, which, great, love that. Um, But, yeah, just definitely not really what I was expecting. This was not a song I would have picked to be on here, especially the type of things that were excluded from this set list. It wouldn't have been what I would have initially put on here, but definitely interesting to see. Next up was what I think was the definitive curveball pick of this. Because when people were debating what a Rihanna set list looks like, there are definitely a lot of songs you could have picked. uh, And you could have talked about including stuff that she was featured on, obviously. But, if I'm to be so real with you, I did not think they would actually go for this one. Which is... Uh, all of the lights she is featured on. This is off of my beautiful Tartist Twisted Fantasy, a song by one Mr. Kanye West. Playing a Kanye song in 2023 is definitely a ballsy move. Obviously, Kanye didn't come out for this. Thank God Kanye didn't come out for this. And obviously, all of the lights is a big moment for. Rihanna's career, and also just for Rihanna in general, but man, man, this was a weird, weird pick. Um, I saw a lot of people comparing Rihanna to Kanye in the way that, like, her outfit was, and kind of, like, comparing the way she was staged, kind of, to the way that Kanye has been staged in the past, which is kind of interesting. Um, I don't know if Rihanna is still working with Kanye at this point or how much of this was done and finalized and decided before Kanye just went on Twitter and said some of the most heinous shit known to man. But having all of the lights on here was a really, really ballsy pick. Um, That being said, I like this song. I like Rihanna's contribution to this. I think it was a very hype moment for the show, especially kind of as a curveball. While there's definitely a lot of problematic undertones to this, there is part of me that was excited to hear this played, um, and I think it fit very well with the show. Next up was Run This Town by Jay-Z. It is off his album The Blueprint 3, which is from 2009. Um, Another big Rihanna feature. Uh, We get the two Jay-Z Rihannas back-to-back. Uh, in this set list. Run This Town is fine. It's fine. Like, that's the thing about Rihanna in this set list is, like, these back half, like, these songs are fine. I like them enough. Um, but not my biggest pick for her, personally. And then we close these two out with two songs I feel like needed to be here. Um, as I've been alluding to before, we next close, uh, we next go into Umbrella featuring Jay-Z. 
Um, this is one of Rihanna's biggest songs, I'd argue. It could be, you could argue this is her biggest song. This song is awesome. It's fantastic. It's the song she performs, I would argue, the most of, um, which makes sense. And she gives an absolutely phenomenal performance of it. Um, her riffing on the vocals towards the end is really great. It's just incredible. And as she kind of makes her triumphant ending, as she gets back on her platform and is kind of ascending back up, finishing this set with diamonds was a really smart pick. I'll definitely give her that one. I would have, that would that's definitely... Um, something I would not have changed. I think Diamond sounded great live uh, with her rising up and kind of the fullness of the stadium, the live band, all that kind of stuff. The dancers really kind of made that a big moment and I think kind of made it the moment that it needed to be um, to close out this performance. I really like Diamonds. I really like Umbrella. Both really great songs, so I was really happy to see this. So looking back on this halftime set list, um, we got all that in about 13 minutes. Obviously, I'm not going to say that this show should have been longer because I don't know what Rihanna, you know, was thinking physically with, you know, her pregnancy. Um, I'm not going to say anything about that. But um, this is not the list of songs that I would have picked, and that's, I think, what some people were complaining on and I think is a valid criticism. There are a lot of very, very big Rihanna songs, including some personal favorites of mine, um, that just did not show up here. Um, the most notable of which, I'm going to pull up her essentials. I was kind of surprised she didn't play Lift, Lift Me Up from Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. It's her most recent single. And I figured people would have wanted to hear that one. Well, not people would have wanted to hear that. She would want to play that one as kind of a celebration of, like, her whole career and, like, everything she's done. But considering how slow and dramatic that song is, I definitely could see why she chose not to play it. Um, Disturbia was a really big miss for me, personally. Um, Disturbia would have been really nice to hear. Um... And I was, I was actually pretty bummed not to hear that one. That was, like, you know, another one that's, like, top three Rihanna songs of all time for me. So that was the one that when she took off the headset, I remember turning to my friends who we were watching at the time. I'm like, so we just didn't get Disturbia. We're just not hearing Disturbia. Um, so I was actually pretty bummed about that. I mentioned S&M before. Uh, Ponder Replay um, was definitely another one I think we could have done with. I think that would have been really awesome. Uh, and would have been a great song. I could have done for um, The Monster or Love the Way You Lie, uh, both of her songs with Eminem. I'm glad I didn't have to see Mr. Marshall Mathers come out for another Super Bowl performance. I think he did really well at the last one, and I'm glad to keep him over there for now, because anytime Eminem comes out, I get a little scared these days, considering kind of how his career has gone as of late. Um, but Love the Way You Lie and The Monster are two really big songs that I think could have been cool, even if she would have performed it without Eminem. Specifically, Love the Way You Lie is probably the one I would have gone with there. Um, SOS would have been really great to hear, and so would Shut Up and Drive. Um, yeah, those would have been really great. Loyalty, I mean, if you wanted to do a Kendrick pick, she could have done Loyalty, but like, mm, you know, I, I, I could see why she didn't do that. So yeah, there were some songs in there, um, some 
Rihanna hits, I would say, are, like, really, really great that just completely miss the set list. Um, and considering we got Work, Wild Thoughts, Run This Town, Pour It Up, uh, Bitch Better Have My Money, songs that I would all probably, you know, they're not bad, but I would rate under Disturbia, S&M, Ponder Replay, Shut Up and Drive. Um, definitely kind of a bummer. Obviously, I know you only got so much time and you want to celebrate a lot of your career, but I think we could I think there, there's a version of this set list, and if Rihanna went through 30 different iterations of the set list, I feel like somewhere in there there was a set list that, in my opinion, is better than the one we got, but for the most part, I can't really complain. But kind of just going on to my overall thoughts about the performance, I thought overall it was solid. It's not an all-timer performance um it's not on the same caliber of as hyped as i was about like the one last year or like you know something like the lady gaga one that people really love to go back and watch i'd put this on the same level with like the weekend um where i'd say it's fairly good i think there's a fairly good selection of songs here i think rihanna performed the hell out of this um but in terms of, you know, visuals, it was a little lacking, um, both, you know, kind of, I think, in some ways to perhaps accommodate uh, Rihanna's pregnancy. But once again, we don't know how much of it was. Um, and also just in just general design, it was a pretty minimalistic set um, overall. So in terms of visuals, it was not as dramatic as a lot of other Super Bowls. It was a one-woman show, which I think was great, in my opinion, but I know a lot of people like having guests during the Super Bowl or having surprise artists. So if that was something you were looking for and you're not a big Rihanna fan, having just her for just 13 minutes probably wasn't your bag. Um, and also, as somebody who may not love Rihanna um, or mostly likes Rihanna for her pop hits, this set list was kind of a weird all-over-the-place pick, which obviously was meant to celebrate her whole career, but I definitely think there were some pretty strict improvements that could have been made here. Uh, once again, though, Rihanna vocally was on top of it. She was killing it the entire time. I thought the dance breakdown was really great. I thought the dancers overall were consistently fantastic. They always are during the Super Bowl, but it's something that I always forget about until I watch the performance. I'm like, that's right. I forgot that they always get like these really goddamn good dancers for the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good performance. Uh, I think it's definitely worth watching if you're a Rihanna fan. I definitely, you know, I, I listened to it and watched it like three or four times to prep for this. Um, but I'm just kind of going off the cuff with just a few notes about this for this short little episode. But I definitely enjoyed listening to this. I enjoyed watching this. I could definitely see myself coming back to this every now and again. But I don't know if this goes down in the list of iconic Super Bowl performances of all time. Now, what's next? I'm not really sure. For Rihanna, obviously she is pregnant again. So the idea of her doing a tour, as some people were thinking, uh, probably isn't going to happen, but if she ever does tour, considering she sounds that good vocally, I think the tickets would definitely be worth the price of admission, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if I'd, I'd be able to go see her, but considering the per kind of performance she gave uh, yesterday, I think definitely I would love to see her tour when she is in the state to do so. In terms of a new, new album, 
I have no idea. I would love to see it. I think the world needs it. I think it's definitely time. I think we all really want a new Rihanna album, but when that's actually coming, we don't know. She's one of those artists that's at the, such the caliber that like Rihanna is just going to drop whenever she wants to drop and we're all just going to deal with it, um, which I think is the way it should be. Hopefully, you know, she's taken some time to write some really good music and of course spend some time with her family because uh, that's definitely really important. But yeah, overall, I had pretty high expectations for this. Was I slightly let down? Yes, a little bit. But like looking back on it, it's an objectively pretty good performance um, in terms of just the way it was. But if this set list was not for you, as it kind of wasn't for me, I also totally, completely, 100% understand that. In terms of the Super Bowl, it was definitely interesting to see them transition from Pepsi to Apple Music. Um, but I think we're going to need a few more Apple Music Super Bowl performances before we really kind of get a sense of what makes those different than the Pepsi performances of the past. That being said, though, there's a lot of different artists that could headline a Super Bowl halftime show in the future, and I would really love to see uh, what the NFL cooks up next. Um, recently, when it comes to actually just picking good artists, they've been on a pretty good streak of picking artists I think are generally pretty good and have enough hits to make it work. So I definitely have liked their selections so far, so I'm hoping we get the same thing next year. I also hope we get slightly more interesting teams than, well, I mean the Eagles are fine, but like, slightly more interesting team than Chiefs and the Super Bowl, but hey, you know, I can't control that. Um, but anyways, that all being said, what do you think of the Super Bowl halftime performance by Rihanna? What do you think about Rihanna overall? What are your thoughts on these songs? Um, and just kind of in general, how you feeling about this performance? That's pretty much all I've got. This is a pretty short little episode. Uh, eh, not really. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed this little bonus episode of the Depths of Music podcast. Um, talking about our girl Rihanna, talking about the Super Bowl halftime show. If you want more of this, obviously we just broke down the Grammys. Um, last week and we are soon going to be starting a whole new year of music i've been listening to a lot uh, but in terms of coverage on the show um we are going to start off the year with the new paramore so i'm really excited to talk about that with you guys coming up here very shortly a lot of big things going on in depths of music uh if you're discovering us through the post hey you should check out some of the other great podcasts that the post have especially keep me posted uh because i'm on it uh and it's wonderful anyways uh, that is all for me. I have been Nick. Thank you for diving with me into the depths of music, and I will see you next time.